trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Amen. It's, I, Brother Smith said it quite a number of times. He said, you can't make me hate you. You know, or I, amen. I, I may not be quoting him verbatim, but uh, amen. We don't need to have anything that, uh, that springs up within us. We talked about roots of bitterness. Amen. And uh, don't, if you, if you got a problem, just get it up by the roots. Amen. Don't don't let any roots remain. Praise God. And uh, then it says, list, verse sixteen: Lest there be any fornicator or profane person, as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. And I said that was probably the costliest meal that's ever been served. Amen. And uh, and he uh, sold out. For you know how that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with, with tears. And we got to there, and he was talking about Esau uh, last Wednesday night, and uh, how that he, uh, how he failed by the grace and mercy of God from the things that he actually was born to achieve and receive and he was willing to sell them out because he really had no really interest in being and we think we talked about this and I'll make mention of it just as we kind of get started tonight amen that he uh, he did not want to be the priest he did not want to be the uh, the minister of the family when when Isaac died Esau was to be be fill the role as being the priest that carried to God the things and situations. It was not, the, the law was not then. There was not a, no priesthood. It was, the, it was the elder of the family was considered to be the man that, that was to intercede to God and, and offer sacrifices, amen, for, for them. And Esau didn't want to do that. I would, I'd rather be hunting, amen. I, I'm just adding that. I don't think I got scripture for that one. Amen. Amen. Many names also. I mean, I could, well, let me just turn back to Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and I'm just going to read one verse of scripture. We, we make mention of this several times in our, in our teaching. Hebrews chapter four and verse one. Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Let us be fearful that God has a purpose and plan for our lives. And, uh, amen. That uh, we don't make it. We don't, uh, we don't achieve. We don't respond to. We don't obey. We don't, we don't say your will be done in our life. Amen. Praise God. And we're going to pray that God would some way Give us spiritual directions, Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, "For for for Esau sought it." And and I I think I made mention of this. I don't know for sure, I, but I uh, I could I'm, I could call names, and some of them I've already forgot. I know, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm bad on names, you know. But I could tell you tell several stories. Amen. Of people that uh, that I do know, that they could not, they could not get back to God, or they just wasn't willing to surrender to Him. 
In fact, I told, I told this a few weeks ago. Where's my sermon or teaching that, uh, that a man, he prayed until he wore me down and everybody else down. And he just sat back on the back. It was when the old church, and he sat back on the pew. And I put my arms around him and said, uh, uh, what, what's going on? And he, he told me, he said, it's hard to die. I, 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 he prayed for an hour or so, and he, he couldn't die. And that was the last time he was in church. He got up and walked out of church that night, and he hasn't been back in the church since. And uh, I, it's, it, it may not be hard to die someday, but uh, it was hard to die, amen, to our wills and, and surrender ourselves to God. And I know, I, I know that there's, there's probably some people sitting in this church, maybe some, sometimes on Sundays, that, that uh, they love God. They may worship God a little bit, but it's, it's hard to die. Amen. Now, I'm not saying you now, okay? But we do know that there, there's people that just, just can't give up, can't give up this life to live for God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Verse number 18, for ye are not come unto the mountain of the, that might be touched and that burnt with fire nor unto the blackness or darkness of the tempest. Now, what's, what Paul, and I, see, I say Paul, I, I speak his name, and I say the writer, amen, because I believe Paul was the writer of Hebrews. Amen. Now, this, the subject's going to go, go back to Sinai, amen, to the time of when the children of Israel was leaving Egypt, and they, uh, they was on their way to the promised land, and God was going to give them the uh, the law, Amen. They, and so uh, we have not come, Amen, unto the mountain that might be touched, Amen, and read, Amen, uh, that uh, that Sinai is. Uh, and, and may I give you kind of a description of what was what was happening at, at Mount Sinai, Amen. When God was to give the law there, uh, Moses told him, don't you touch the mountain, don't you go, no animal or anything else. Amen, all the, all the display of God's powers and works. Uh, let me just read some of the things. Amen, it come, amen, 18 was, you can't come, amen, to something material. You, you can't come to something, amen, is, that you can approach things that, your, your, uh, can feel and touch. It was a spiritual work there and, and, and the writer was trying to say you, you, there, there's, there, there's, not a, there's not a really a, uh, a being that you can touch. Amen. Uh, the, uh, the, this is Weymouth's translation. It says, you, you have not come to something material. Philip's translation says, you have not had the approach of things that you can sense or could experience. It was so fearful that even Moses himself quaked. Amen. Amen. But you could touch. If you did touch it, you died. Amen. Uh, There was such a display of God's power that even Moses, I say, was shaking. Amen. 
because uh, of the display of God there to put a little understanding and reverence. And I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking on my way to church and whatever. I, I we don't we don't need to be casual in when we come to meet God. You know, it's well, it's just you know. We're just going to go over there and we don't care what we wear. We don't care what anything. Uh, there needs to be some respect for the house of God. Amen. And the presence of the Lord because we're going to see in a minute. Jesus Christ is with us tonight. Amen. You believe that? Amen. Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I don't think he was talking to the disciples there and saying, you know, when y'all die, I'll be gone, you know, or I'm not, I want to come back. I believe he is with us right now. Amen. Amen. And we approach, we approach the church and worship and praise as if we are, we are, we are doing it to someone. We may not can see them. But we were doing it, amen, to someone, amen. That, uh, and that was what was being said here in verse 18. For you are not come unto the mountain that might be touched and that burneth with fire and upon the blackness and darkness and the sounds of the trumpet and the voices and words which voice they heard and entreated that the, that the words should not be spoken to them anymore. Don't talk to me anymore what was it what was the problem they were not in in a spiritual condition to receive what he was saying without a spiritual condition they were not seeking him to know him in other words i'm scared of, i'm scared of god i don't want you i don't want him talking because he scares me <laughs> that sounds like some preachers preaching in and uh, people don't want to don't want to hear anymore of, of, of the word Lord, Amen. Praise God. Moffat's translation: You have not come to what, Amen. You can touch, Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to read verses nineteen through twenty-one. Um, because when I read them, there's not a whole lot I can say. Amen. I'm not trying to uh, just push over through them, but uh, it says it like this, verse 19, and the sound of the trumpet and the voice of the words, which the voices they heard, amen, entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore, for they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so, much as the beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. What, a, what an experience. Amen. And uh, it would be nice to have sometimes a, a good shaken spiritual revival to where that we all... Uh, kind of got out of our ruts and uh, really, really, you know, I, 
I thought sometimes, let me just say, I thought sometimes about what would I do when I, if, if the Lord took me home tonight or took me before him and, and I would think of what all I could have done and what I would need to do. It's why I was, some, someone wrote a song, says, wait a little longer, please, Jesus. I want to I get my, my children in. I want to get my people in. I, and uh, I dare say that every one of us could think of a whole lot we could do if God would give us 10 more days. Amen. After he took us home, say, I'm going to give you 10 more days back on the earth. I wonder, what, what, what would we do? Go to Disney World? Hello? Amen. Something to think about. Something to recognize the fact that uh, there's a whole lot that could be done. Amen. I, I, I've, I've been reading the epistles and the apostle Paul and uh, I'm telling you, he looked like every, every minute of his life was taken up with doing something. And uh, you can put him in jail and get his pen out and start writing letters churches, encouraging them. Amen. You can beat him, beat him up and he'll get up and go back to the town exactly just where they got through beating him. Let them know I'm still here. I, uh, I, I, I thought, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you called Apostle Paul instead of me to some, some of the things that he had to go through. And then made mention in her Sunday school lesson, I think a few weeks ago, about Hosea. Thank God I wasn't Hosea. I had to put up with all of that. I don't know where I could have kept it all together or not because uh, it, I'm not really dedicated to God enough to say, you can use me any way you want to. I'm just, I'll just, I'm just fine. Lord, help us. But I'm telling you, Amen. When you, when, you, when you start reading about Apostle Paul and reading Hosea and those in Jeremiah and all that he went through, they were dedicated. They were so dedicated that it didn't matter where they lived or died. Amen. They were going to do what God asked them to do. Amen. Through life or death. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 22. I'll pick up now. But ye are come unto the mountain Sinai, amen, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the innumerable company of angels. That's where we come to. We didn't come to Sinai. We come to the Zion. Amen. That's what, what Paul here in this, he was saying that when we come, we're not coming to the fearful but we have come to the God that we know that has paid the price and done everything he can to save us and he'll do everything he can to save our loved ones too. So we come with faith and confidence, amen. We have come to Mount Zion unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. I want to turn back to Galatians chapter four. Read a little passage of scripture there, Galatians chapter four and uh, and I'll begin reading verse number 19. 
Galatians 4, 19, my little children of whom I travail in birth again till Christ be formed in you. I desire to be present with you now to change your voice, my voice for I stand in doubt of you. Tell me ye that desire to be under the law. Do you not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons and one was a bondsmate and the other was a free woman. Amen. But he who was of the bondwoman he was born after the flesh, but after but he that was he of the free woman, amen, was the promise, amen, which things are an, an allegory of those that there are two covenants, the one from Sinai, which is the genders of bondage, and which is Hagar, then this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and the answer to Jerusalem, which now is and is in the bondage with her children. Amen. So uh, here is uh, in Galatians, it's basically talking about the same thing that I'm talking about in, in chapter 12. Paul was a writer of Galatians, and I think he's a writer of, of, uh, of Hebrews 2. So uh, he's going right back again in a saying and talking to us about we are, you know, we're not from Sinai. We, we're not. Uh, of the birth there, or we're, we didn't get born, in, amen, there. It, it's Jerusalem is where we were born. It's, it's, it's where the church, praise God, it's where Jesus Christ set up his kingdom. It's where he's going to set up his kingdom too. Amen. And rule and reign this earth for a thousand years. Amen. Psalms chapter, chapter uh, 34 and uh, verse... Uh, Number seven, Psalms 34 and seven. And, and, uh, it says it like this, Psalms 34 and seven. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who hath prospered. <laughs> Prospereth in his ways because of the man who bringeth wickedness devices, amen, to pass. I'm not, I'm on 37 rather than 34, Lord in mercy. Uh, amen. I, I mean, the angels of the Lord are encamped around about them, amen, amen, and deliver them. The angels of the Lord are encamped around about us. That's one of the scriptures. Amen, that I, I was going to quote twice tonight. Amen, that we're, we're compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses. We're compassed about by the Spirit of God, the angel of the Lord. Amen, we're not alone. Amen. We can come to the Lord anytime. Uh, and I want to write Romans chapter, chapter 8. And uh, I'll get this and write. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Praise God. For what the law could not do. Now, we've been talking about Sinai. 
And um, it, was, it was referring basically to Esau uh, and, 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 and Jacob. He didn't mention here, but he meant Esau sold out the things that God was wanting to do with him or his, his, his position, amen. And, and now he's talking here, the law, the, the life of Christ Jesus has made us free from the law, sin, and death for what the law could not do and it was weak through the flesh. The flesh is our weakness, amen. Amen, praise God. Brother Smith, uh, I think this last week was talking about the psyche of, the, you know, it's, it's your mind. Your mind is going to be made up. Amen. I've heard what we hear with our ears many times. The preacher comes and he preaches and we get under conviction. And uh, we may respond to it by saying, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this or I'm going to make... I'm going to straighten out my life or whatever. But just as soon as the voice that's, that's preaching to you almost dies, amen, that desire dies too. But you've got you to bring your body under subjection of the Spirit. Amen. And uh, verse number four. Amen. I'm going to be right back to read verse number three again. What the law could not do, then it was weak through the flesh. God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemns sin that's in the flesh. Amen. Your flesh condemns you. Your flesh, you know, is, is your, you got a problem with it. And you got to bring it under subjection. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us which walk not after the flesh but we walk after the spirit. We allow the Spirit to lead and guide us. We allow the Spirit to direct our paths. We like the Spirit to tell us what we need to do. Or, or we, we, The Spirit is the guide of our... Amen. And I have... I, one of my favorite scriptures, I guess I could say, is, uh, is let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. And it, it, what it really says is we could have the mind of Christ. What Christ... Amen. What his his mind thinking, and we could have the mind of God. Amen. To lead us and guide us, and then of course, even with the mind of God, we've got to tell our flesh, shut up. Amen. Stop acting up. Hello. Amen. In other words. The control, there's two things, there's two things, and I guess they, some, of, some of them kind of tie together. And James will talk about that. I'm not going to go through the book of James in, in, after I get through Hebrews. But, uh, but James said that uh, not only did our flesh uh, get out of control, but our tongue did too. <laughs> Amen. Oh, man, that's, that's one of those things that, and I think I made mention of this before Brother Smith never did, but uh, I can tell you how you can solve the problem in a family where there will be no more fussing. Just one of you keep your mouth shut. Shall we stand and pray right now? Amen, amen, praise God. These verses here speak of a spiritual position 
referred to as the heavenly Jerusalem atmosphere or life. When we're living in Jerusalem, we're living in the spiritual man. Praise God. Ephesians, amen. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 6 says that we can sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It also tells us that the Holy Ghost is the foretaste of heaven. That's why I told one time, I said, if you, if you, if you, if you want to go to heaven and uh, you don't know what's there, if you want to try it out, just go come up to the altar and get the Holy Ghost and you'll find out what, yeah, it's just a foretaste of what it's going to be. If you want to go to hell, just jump in the fire. I mean, it, it, you'll find right quick. Amen, you can, you can try them both out. Hello? Am I, am I right? Amen. Okay. That's right. Amen. Verse 22. Amen. It says it like this. But ye are come to, unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, to the innumerable company of angels. Now, if I'm thinking right now and if I'm reading these scriptures I got several scriptures I could read here but but it seems to it seems to say that right now Paul is writing here and he said but you have come to Mount Zion you've come to amen the holy city you have come to be in the kingdom of God we are now sons of God and we should, should be and supposed to be under his control. <laughs> Amen. Allowing him to control us, rule, and reign our life. We have, but you have come. Amen. Unto the Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, to the innumerable company of angels. And uh, I'm go, probably going to, Galatians, back to Galatians again. Galatians 4 and 6. And the reason why I didn't put all these in here because I had so many scriptures to refer back to. Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 6 says it like this. And because you are sons of God, God has sent, sent forth his son or the spirit of his son into our hearts crying Abba Father because your sons God has put his spirit within you. Amen. And now we are the children of God. We've been born to his kingdom and we have come to the holy city, the new Jerusalem. Amen. Uh, and we are praise God and these heavenly guests is all around us right now the spirit of the Lord the angels of the Lord are encamped around about us amen and uh, we sometimes we we just don't think that but the Lord's protecting us I, I like brother Oscar Voga I made this make, made mention of him 
uh, maybe, I don't know, not had been too many years ago or whatever. Brother Oscar Vogel said one time I heard him, he said, you know, the, the hands of the Lord are about us. The angel of the Lord are camped around about us. God's hand is upon us in, in this way. He's either, he's either got his hand this way, kind of push us down sometimes when we get lifted up. Or he's under us, trying to pick us up when we are down. Or it's around us, amen, to try to help us, amen, like, amen. So it's, so we are, we are in, encompassed in God's spiritual uh, direction or in his spiritual life, praise God, right tonight, amen. And in St. John chapter 14, and verse 18, I, if you want to have to turn there, he said, I will not leave you. Now, Jesus said in the upper room with his disciples, he's telling them he's fixing to go get, get crucified. You're right? They, they're, he's giving them some instructions. Amen. All the way through the 14th through the 17th chapters. Amen. It's just Jesus giving them instructions for the last time. Amen. Before he goes out and uh, to, to the Garden of Gethsemane. But in in the fourteenth and eighteenth verse of the fourteenth chapter, he said, "Now I'm I'm going to leave you, but I am not going to be leaving you. I, I, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm not going to I'm going to come to you. I'm I'm going to be in a spiritual. That's why I say he's here tonight. The spirit of the Lord is present to heal. Many times the scripture says, Amen. In other words, um, he was." The presence there, he was going to do a work if we would just allow him to use us for his glory. Now, I've heard a preacher, Brother Tom Barnes, he, uh, he was telling the stories, and uh, he told a story one time of when he was sitting on the platform and the man walked through the back doors of the church, and, uh, and the Lord spoke to him just as he, just as he was for the preach he was he was a preacher a revival then and uh, I'm going to heal that man in this revival I said I'm going to heal him well brother he started he preached that night and he thought now it's time for this guy to come up and we'll, 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 we're going to pray for him the Lord's going to heal him I believe it would be a good kickoff to this revival to see a miracle the first night but it didn't happen he was waiting on the Lord to tell him when. He's, he wanted to, and he, he liked to have, but uh, God would not, uh, would not move upon him to do so. S -s Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Now, this is, this is a long time ago, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> Friday night, Saturday night, last night. Well, when are you going to do it, Lord? Well, he was, I guess he was thinking that. And then the Lord spoke to him, called her out, and the Lord performed a miracle. I, I, I want to tell you something. God's right on time with what he wants to do. Amen. And he's, going to, he's with us at all times. And uh, I don't know what the situation was. It could have been someone else that was there that night. You don't, you don't ever know. Maybe someone else was there that night that hadn't been there, that, that that miracle was going to cause them to have faith in God. So 
We just got to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. Lean not on our own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledge him and let him direct our paths. Hallelujah. Amen. Lo, I'm with you always, even in the world. I've already quoted that. And here are some of the scriptures that speaks of heavenly places in our spiritual presence. Amen. Hebrews chapter 1, going back to Hebrews, to our, 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 our book we're, we're teaching from tonight. Hebrews chapter 1. And I'll begin reading verse 13 and 14. Amen. Hebrews 1 and 13 and 14. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit thou on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall, shall be heirs of salvation? Amen. That's what they are. They're ministering spirits. Praise God to help us. You know what? If we rely a lot more on, amen, that spiritual sense of feeling, amen, it would be amazed maybe what God could do for us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, we're living far beneath what the promises of God is. And someone said our privileges that God has given to us. We're, he's got so much that he could do for us if we would just allow him to. Uh, Psalms chapter 91 and verse number 11. If you don't want to turn there, let me just read. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Amen. He's, he's going to give his angels charge over you to keep you. Amen. Praise God. He may be guarding you from, from the enemy. You ever read the book of Job? The, the devil told Job, or God, that, that you've got a fence around Job. You, you, I, I've been trying to get to him. I mean, he's a, if, if he had some problems, if he had some problems, uh, he, he would... He wouldn't, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't trust you, you know. If you just tear down that fence, you let me get to him. I will, uh, I will show you what I know. I know mankind. I've been working on him a long time. I know what I can do if I can get to him. The angels of the Lord are encamped around about us. Hallelujah. Amen. So you need to, you need to actually... <coughs> This is me now, okay? You, you, it, you, you need to make sure that your angels, that you're doing something, don't, don't, make, don't make them mad. Don't upset them. <laughs> In other words, I want you to lead me and guide me. Direct my paths. Praise God. Psalms 34 and 7, I already quoted that. Luke chapter 37. And... Uh, Excuse me. Here I am talking again. Luke chapter 24 and verse 7. One verse of scripture, Luke 24 and 7, says it like this. Amen. I may back up to verse number 6. And he is not here, but he's risen. Remember how that he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, 
the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. Amen. So, amen. Just, just put your trust in what the Lord, praise God, is going to do for you. And Psalm 34, I mean, or Luke 34, and, uh, and again, well, I, uh, I got that wrote down wrong. Amen. Verse 23, for the general assembly of the church of the firstborn. This is Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 23. Hallelujah. Amen. By faith. Uh, amen. 23, to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and to God the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Amen. To the general assembly of the church of the firstborn. Now we're talking about the new Jerusalem. We're talking about the spiritual Jerusalem. Amen here. Praise God. It's referred to, I just forgot to read to you. Now there are questions as to the meaning of this statement. NIV says, in the NIV commentary says, speaking as it is the church of Jesus Christ. And it's by his death and resurrection we become to the firstborn from the dead. Parallel that with the Jewish pattern which, which the firstborn was the spiritual leader and the spiritual ruler of the household. And, which, and that, was, that was right back to, right back to Esau. Amen. We... We have, we have forgotten about, or we have not, not uh, we're not a part of the Sinai, which uh, basically is what was being said. But we are of the New Jerusalem, or the Jerusalem, Amen. And uh, we're we're the we're there with the Lord Jesus Christ, leading and guiding us, Amen. And and He became the firstborn from the dead. Jesus did. But also notice that which was written in heaven. Amen. That's a rather part of the verse of scripture. Amen. To the spirits of, of men made perfect and, and that which was written in heaven. Amen. Uh, these are the first fruits of the resurrection. Uh, and uh, may I just, well, let me just, make, let me read Revelations chapter 22. And I, I, I am, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm at odd at what uh, Revelation chapter 22 and verse 8 and 9 says, and I am not going to give my opinion here, but I am going to give you some trains of thought. And this is, this, amen, these are the two verses. Let me just write back to verse number 7. It says, behold, I come quickly, Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the, and the prophecies of this book. And then, then John wrote, he said, And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard them, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. 
And then, and then said he unto me, this is the angel said back to John, see thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant and of the brethren, the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. John was going to worship this angel. He fell down to worship this angel. And the angel said, worship not. Don't, don't worship me. For I am thy fellow servant. I am of the brethren, thy brethren. I am the prophets. I'm, I'm of the prophets. And of them which keep the sayings of the book. Worship God. What this angel was saying, and as I asked the question myself, was this a translated saint, an immortal saint or incorruptible saint of God, a human soul that had already been gone to heaven? Or what was he saying? I am your servant. I am, I am called of God, as the angel of the Lord account around about us, I am called of God to be your protection, to, to deliver you this message or whatever. Amen. It, it, it shows John had insight to the heavenly. Amen. Praise God. Verse 23, and to the God of the judgment of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect. That's the latter part of the 23rd verse which was, and in my notes, I, I go right back to the three different chapters in Hebrews that we've already covered, chapter four, chapter six, and chapter 10, where there was that spiritual born-again experience or spiritual birth, amen, that, that was there and warned us, amen, of our failures to live up to, amen. And one more passage that I want to talk to, to us about and then we will uh, move along a little bit here. And this is in Matthew chapter 27. And Matthew chapter 27, verse 50. It says it like this. Amen, verse number 50. Amen. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil in the temple was rent in twain from top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened. And many bodies of the saints slept, came out of the grave after the resurrection, and went into the cities, holy city, and appeared unto many. Now, when the centurions and they that were with him watched, Jesus saw the earthquake, or saw the saw the earthquake and those things that were done. They feared greatly, saying, "Truly, this was the Son of God." And many of the women, Amen, were there, beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee to minister. But now I'm going to just ask some questions here. Amen. Now, just ask some questions about Hebrew, Revelation chapter 22. 
about this angel, what he said. And you're, uh, so I'm going to ask you, what, what happened to those people that was resurrected there at Jesus' death? And the Bible says they came out of the grave after his resurrection. What happened to them? Uh, I don't know. I have no record. I don't know. Brother Harrelson may have read some books. But as far as I know, nobody's ever said they saw him again after that. He never said that they, they lived five more years and they died again. Uh, there's, there's no record that I know of. I know it's not in the Bible that any of those people were resurrected when Jesus was resurrected, uh, stayed around. They didn't preach, they didn't teach, they didn't know anything. In fact, they saw them, they were alive, they walked around, but, but then, bang, they were gone. It's no history, as far as I know. I, I've never read anything on history that anybody, they, they carried on any, any conversation with anybody in anything. Amen? Have you ever read any? What they said, what they did, how long they stayed, even around or whatever. Uh, they, I, just, I just assume that they just flew away. Now, I, in, in my own scratch in my head, mine, I, I wonder if this person wasn't one of them that was talking to John. I don't know. I don't know. Amen. Verse 24, praise God. I'm, 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 I'm bringing up more questions than I have answers tonight. Amen. Verse 24. And... Uh, Amen. And, and to Jesus, amen, let me back up to verse 23. To the general assembly, we have come to the, to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to, the, to, the God, and to, to God the just of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinklings, that speaketh better things than those of Abel. Now, this will be a, probably where I will conclude tonight in. Amen. We've come, to, we've come to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. Keep in mind that Paul was speaking to the Hebrew people. Amen. And he was speaking of the new will, the new testament, the new covenant. Amen. That he had, he had by his own blood, amen, the new testament, Amen, that we have salvation. He has come, amen, and the blood of the sprinklings that, referring to the blood of the high priest that would always sprinkle the blood on the mercy seat, amen. And so we've, we've come to, amen, to the new Jerusalem here. Praise God, of the blood that's sprinkling, amen, and speaks better things than those of Abel. Wow, what did Abel's blood say? And I, uh, I got a little thought in my mind, even that I think I was thinking about preaching sometime when I started reading about what Jesus said from the cross. And you read, you read the book of Luke, and you'll find that both of them, I believe it was both of the people on the right hand and the left of him, 
the two thieves on the, that were on crosses there, they both riled against him and wanted to know if he was the Messiah, come down from the cross and save them, save us. But Jesus was turning to, uh, when he turned to uh, the disciple of John and said, forgive them for they know not what they do. And uh, when, when he was saying to, uh, or to John, excuse me, to John, he said, behold thy mother. And then Jesus said, forgive them. They were all, whatever they were doing to him, forgive them. They don't, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. One of them started listening. And he was not riling on Jesus anymore. He was saying, remember me when I come to the kingdom. The last, Jesus saved someone at the very last. You know, he, the thief on the cross became a believer in Jesus Christ because he was a merciful and loving and forgiving even those that were crucified him. Amen. And he believed on him. Amen. Amen. And so, what a story to tell. Now, I don't know what all Abel's blood spoke, but it spoke of judgment. It spoke of revenge. It spoke of uh, getting back, I guess I could say it that way. It, it spoke of, uh, of uh, I'm, 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 I want something done about this cane. His blood is, is speaks of judgment for those sins that was committed. Jesus' blood speaks for mercy and love and forgiveness. Amen. His blood never spoke, speaks of any judgment. It speaks of healing. It speaks of mercy. Amen. You know what, the Lord? The Lord wants to be about us. He wants to help us. So that's what we're talking about tonight. He wants to be about us. Amen. And uh, he, he wants to, regardless of what we have done, amen, just like that thief on the cross, amen, he is willing to say, I forgive you. He's willing to say, come home. Amen. He's willing to, he's willing to take you for whatever you are. If you just ask forgiveness and ask for mercy, it's always available. The angels of the Lord are counting around about us. I say this again. What was you saying that when I was saying that? From this first of this lesson was this. Sinai was a, just a scareful thing of all the thunders and the lightnings and the, and, and the trumpets were sounding and, and the earth was shaken. Even Moses himself was scared to the peace that Lord would give. We have come to the new Jerusalem, amen, where there is righteousness and peace and love and comfort. 
brethren, sisters, there should never be any time that we would want to run from God, but run to God for whatever. Well, and uh, okay, I'm going to say what I've heard what I've heard in the last week or two, and what I have discerned in the last week or two, that there are people. And I, in fact, I heard, I heard today a person, a person that come to, has come to church here before is ashamed to come back because of something they've done. You won't find shame in the Lord. He'll pull at your heart until you tell him to quit. It's about it. Amen. Shall we stand? Amen. The Lord loves us. The Lord's got so many things for us. We have not come to be fearful of the Lord. We have come to know that God is love, God is merciful, and God will help us in any situation we're in right now. Amen. Amen. We come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. I pray God that some way, you know, some things I've said tonight can help us to recognize the fact that where we have come, we have come to be born into the new kingdom. And God, we are, we are basking and been blessed by the love and the mercies of you, God, as we have God journeyed through this life. I pray God tonight that, Lord, we can show our love by praising you and worshiping you and respecting God, amen, the house, amen, that we come to because we know that it's the house that you have built. And I ask you, Jesus, to help us, Lord, amen, to fill it now in Jesus' name, amen. Lord bless you. Yes.